Triple F. It is game day. It is the semi-final. England versus Denmark at Wembley. 60,000 England fans absolutely banging for blood, we hope. Um, so as I said on the first day of the tournament for England against Croatia, we do this every two years. We dive in. Uh, we wear the shirt. We go down the pub. We think about the score. We look at the formation. Um, we dream. And here we are again, and it's it's amazing that for me, as a lifelong England fan, I think uh, Euro 80, Europa 80, as it was called, was the first tournament I really followed in depth as a kid. Here we are again, and we've actually made two semifinals in two tournaments, but we need to go one better. Uh, this has been a fantastic thing for the for uh, England. Um, I would say the UK, but no, for England. Um, the fact that it's been a really tough year of the last 18 months, and now we can finally get behind the team. But Gareth Southgate... We need you. We need you to perform today. We need your players to rise up because this is not enough. We cannot just get to the semi-final and be happy. It's time for England to produce because England expects. All right. Well, I'm looking here at, uh, I'm actually recording this before the team is officially released, but I have it on very, very good authority that we are going to be looking at essentially the same team for England, but perhaps with Bakayo Saka coming in up top on the right for Jaden Sancho. As an Arsenal fan, this is a fantastic decision unless she gets injured. But uh, this is a fantastic decision because, as we know, um, Phil Foden in the first couple of games was not very direct. Looked a little overawed, I think, with the occasion, uh, especially against Scotland. And Saka has this innate ability to pick the ball up, get his head up and go and run at people. And this is going to be very, very, very important against Denmark. Um, looks as though England are going to play with a four at the back. Um, Shaw on the left, Walker on the right, Maguire and Stones in the middle. Same two pivots in the center, Declan Rice and the Yorkshire Pillow. Calvin Phillips, uh, most likely Mount in the center, Sterling left and Kane up top. This is going to be, again, this is going to be a very important um, formation because of who Denmark are. Let's be under no illusions. They are not here just on the emotion of the Christian Eriksen episode. Uh, obviously, we're all thankful he is okay. Uh, they're here because they're a decent team. They do have players that are solid. And let's think about this. I mean, they, we, the players that we know, um, we know, I think, most of us know this guy, Brathwaite, who plays in Spain, strong, physical, is going to play the left side up top. Um, we obviously know uh, Dahlberg now, Casper Dahlberg, because he's played a few excellent games. I believe he's played plays for Lille in the French League. He's an inspirational player up top. Uh, and, of course, Hoiberg plays for Tottenham. This guy's an interesting character because for Tottenham, he's a low, a low-sitting defensive holding midfielder. He has much more freedom and much more license to pass and to play and to run for Denmark. And so let's watch for him. Let's watch for him um, getting the ball off the back four, finding space and trying to thread the ball through to Damsgaard on the right or Brathwaite on the left. Um, the weaknesses for Denmark, they're a big bunch of boys. They are going to be strong at set pieces. We need to be very careful, um, especially defensively. But for them, the right, the left side of their defense with Myla and Vestergaard. Vestergaard has a mistake in him. Um, he, he plays for Southampton. The half spaces in between 
Delaney in the center and Miley in the left and Vestergaard as the, uh, the, the left of a back three. I think that's why Saka is in there because between Phillips, Mount, Saka and Walker, you've got four players who are fast and who can run. And I think that left side is going to be um, fruitful for him. I can see Saka being taken out in the area for a penalty. All right, well, how is this game going to go? Well, as an England fan, I'm a little bit wary about being at this late in the tournament. Um, there's nerves. I can tell you that right now. I don't want us to go out today. I want this to continue. I think it's important for the country. It's important for the psyche of English football generally. We can dominate the Champions League, but let's face it, how many English players are in those teams? Um, I'm also a little bit concerned, wary, if England go down. Not that we're not professionals, not that we can't obviously rise and recover and win the game from there, but we haven't done it. We haven't had to do it for a long time. In fact, I think, I could be wrong, but I think the last time that we lost at Wembley and we were down at Wembley uh, was against this Danish side back in October, November last year. So these are this is a team to be wary of. Um, I'm hearing a lot of people saying confidently 2-0 England. I'd like England to score first. That's all I can say. I feel like if England score first, we will go on and win, perhaps 3-1, maybe even a 2-1. If Denmark score first, I think we will end up getting back into the game. Uh, from there, it's going to have to be up to the quality as well as our strong midfield and our strong defense. So I'm going to really hedge my bets here. I think England will be successful. I would really hope that if we are scoring first, I think it'll be a much more straightforward day. Um, I'd prefer it if we didn't have to dig ourselves out of a hole. I think uh, Harry Maguire scoring with his head from a set piece against Ukraine, very helpful. I'd like Harry to pop up. And of course, the big man in the middle, Harry Kane, getting off his duck and scoring against Ukraine um, and against Germany, very, very important to go as well. It looks, feels to me as if England are absolutely ready. It's go time. Um, so 3-1 bats, even 2-1 to England. Uh, I will see you on the other side. Okay, England fans, the Triple F is back. 2-1 to England, and we didn't score first, so I'm going to take that as a win. Not only for the three lines, but for me and my prediction. First one this tournament. I'm pretty excited. So what do we make of that, everybody? I mean, we've been here many times before. Up and down the land, and now with the internet all around the world, um, we're, we were literally on the edge of our seats. Uh, I have to admit, I threw something pretty sharp when uh, into the wall when uh, Dansgaard scored the goal on 30 minutes after England domination. Uh, but we made it. Unbelievable. We made it. And I know it's a cliche, but looking around that field, I don't think anybody in England shirt had a poor game. We ran and ran and ran. I heard a statistic on Five Live just now that um, the Yorkshire Pillow Phillips ran 13K during that. Pretty amazing stuff. Anyway, let's break it down. So as we saw, England came out first 15 minutes, kept the ball fast, direct, uh, found the half spaces, got behind, especially with Saka. Excellent ball retention, didn't give the ball up, didn't score. We know the script here, gave the ball away, 15 to 30 minutes, ended with a goal. We let, we let Denmark get back into the game. Um, we literally gave the ball away in midfield. We made mistakes in possession. We underhit balls. We overhit balls. Uh, we didn't communicate in the midfield. Balls got picked off. Um, and then the goal. Fantastic strike. I mean, I'd like to see Damsgaard do that, do that again if he had 100 chances. What has to be said is we set up perfectly for the wall. We had the uh, a man. We had a man under the wall. We had a full wall. Um, 
and it wasn't in the corner. And I love Pickford. I think he's been fantastic. He's been vocal this tournament. He's used his feet well. He's made some important saves. Should have done better. He, he knows it. And I'm sure it'll come out in the next couple of days. Anyway, we're down one nothing. Um, my head was not, I was not in a good place. Um, thankfully, we, we, we got back. Thankfully, we got back. And I'm, I know Sterling's not getting the goal, but all his pressure forced that own goal off the man himself, Vestergaard. So, um, I th- in fact, excuse me, it wasn't. It was the captain. But the hole where the runner went into was actually that space we talked about in the first part of this, uh, that right side half space with Vestergaard. He was a little slow. Saka got in, put the ball in, and bless Sterling there, right time. What was really important for me there was the fact that we came back almost instantly from being a goal down. That was a big question we talked about in the first half of this. How would England respond? And we responded just perfectly. Into half time, came back after the uh, after the break. Huge save on 51 minutes from Pickford. Um, did incredibly well. 54 minutes, massive Maguire header. Probably should have scored. And then honestly, the last 20 minutes, England kept the ball and we played. We brought on Jack Grealish. Um, Jack is an interesting player. I tell you, I've seen him play for Villa. Seems like he's almost he's almost looking to be brought down for a free kick, which is a very important, very valuable tool. And obviously he drives as well, but I'd like to see him just drive a lot more. Anyway, uh, weirdly Grealish got taken off an extra time too. Anyway, ended 90 minutes. You know, every England fan, I'm there with you. Horrible. Here we go again. A quarterfinal, a semifinal, Germany, Portugal, Argentina, you name it. This time it was Denmark. We're going into extra time, and we all know where extra time usually leads us. I can't honestly remember the last time we won and finished a game in extra time and didn't have it go to penalties. Um, and the penalty itself, I've watched quite a bit of analysis and listened to Five Live since the game. And Was it a penalty? No. Was VAR brought in to protect teams after the Awful goal against Germany in South Africa in 2010 where Frank Lampard's shot was a foot over the line. Yes. So this was our payback. That is how I'm going to look at it. We earned this. The amount of BS that England have had to deal with in semifinals, um, close decisions, this was our day. Harry Kane, what what uh, presence of mind to be there on the spot. I know you should, but at that moment, that split-second disappointment of seeing Schmeichel go down the same way, not Harry, got up, knocked the ball in. Schmeichel was even at full length trying to save it. 2-1. England had, 50, England had just over 15 minutes to hang on. Boy, was that 15 minutes? I think it was about two and a half hours. Anyway, great subs actually bringing on Foden, fuller running. Um, great to take off Declan Rice, who was just immense but was getting tired. Henderson really controlled the middle. Um, yeah, and I think England had that those last few moments in extra time when we sort of decided to not play and we let Denmark come on to us. And I wish we wouldn't do that, but I suppose tiredness kept, uh, crept in. We just wanted to keep um, 11 men behind the ball and, and sit in. Anyway, um, that's it. 2-1 to England. Now, what's next? I mean, England, Italy on Sunday. Um, they are they're the side that... Simon Price over there, the big governor, told me on the first day of the tournament he thought we're going to win it, and I hope he's wrong. Um, Italy have that defense. They have the Cellini, Bonucci, um, Donnarumma, big unit in goal. They've got a busy working midfield. Um, Jorginho from Chelsea 
They've got Insignia and Immobile who can score goals. Chiesa coming in off the wing. They're a dangerous team. They should be. They're in the final. England are going to have to be on their game. I don't see us making any major changes. Will Sancho come in for Saka? That seems to be the only place where Southgate is making changes. You know what? Though? It doesn't matter for now. Let's get some rest, boys. Let's get excited. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Everyone who's going needs to use the, uh, the throat drink or the, the goggling with salt to get the voices going. It's on, everybody. Uh, there's one more game. Is it coming home? Hey, it hasn't been any closer than this since 1966. All right, everyone. Uh, have a great rest of your week and uh, enjoy it. Get your shirts. In fact, don't wash your shirts. That's bad luck. And uh, whoever does the final on Sunday, I w we will see you then. Thank you, everybody. Great day.